In water up to his neck, Owen's nightmare came rushing back. The thrashing, the splashing, the choking for breath. He pushed the thoughts away, hoping to calm his nerves. Now was no time to chicken out, not when he was so close to knowing how it had felt. Like the handful of dirt he'd reached out and snatched from her graveside when all eyes had been on the minister, the need to feel how Lori had when she drowned was inexplicable, a morbid compulsion he couldn't deny. A part of him knew no good would come of it, but that part was small and easily ignored. He took a measured breath, let it out slowly. He took another, thinking, This is how she died. Then he slipped all the way under. The water magnified every sound to near-supernatural proportions. He heard the radio in Sophie's condo, blasting some talk show, though the voices were muffled. Somewhere, someone zipped along on an exercise machine, a stair climber, or an elliptical. The clatter of dishes from above or below, he couldn't tell. A toilet flushing. The rattle of a small animal, chewing on its cage. Soon, all of these sounds drifted away. He heard his heart thrumming steadily in his ears, and nothing more. Ten seconds passed this way, thirty, until the urge to release his breath pressed heavily on his lungs. Finally, he opened his eyes. A man stood over him. More than a mere shadow this time. More than the dark shape he'd seen behind the shower curtain at his mother's house before Laurie had shown herself to him the first time. He could make out the man's face, distorted yet familiar through the ripples on the surface. A gaunt, wide-eyed face with dark, receding hair beginning to gray at the temples, and a dark mustache over an even darker smile. He wore a white, loose-fitting work shirt and black slacks. A thin chain of burnished gold or brass hung from his wide, deep pants pocket to a belt loop. Owen took in all of this in the mere moments before his heart began to race, and he instinctively drew back, plunging deeper under the water. It's him, he thought. The one I saw that day, walking on water. Laurie's ghost. More rippling forms appeared behind the man, peering down at Owen's nakedness. Eight stone-faced men and women in all, and a young blonde girl, all of them dressed in white garments. Flock was the word that sprang to mind, and he found himself thinking, he tends to his flock as a shepherd. Behind them all, Laurie stood shivering, fear evident in her eyes, while the man in the white shirt, shepherd, he thought, rolled up his sleeves. Terrified and confused, Owen sprang up from the bottom of the tub. Breath exploded from his lungs, bubbling up toward the surface. The shepherd's hand plunged into the water, pushing down with enormous strength against Owen's sternum. He felt an ache from the man's strong hand, like a bruise on his heart, a pain much like the loss of his sister, and he kicked out, soaking his attacker's shirt through to the undershirt beneath it, splashing the others who stood huddled around the tub, watching without flinching, without mercy. Even the child, the young blonde girl, didn't blink. Only Laurie turned away, apparently unable to watch. Owen grasped the ghost's forearm, Horrifying images filled his head the moment his hand touched the man's bare skin, a fat, overfed beetle scrambling out of the skulls with scraps of withered gray flesh and a single eyeball floating in a red froth, its ocular nerve thrashing behind it like a fin, and of naked white bones strewn across a plain of sediment, and he jerked his hand away, 
strange black tendrils forming between the shepherd's flesh and his palm and stretching out like saliva before being whisked away in the churning water. He gulped for air, desperately, his mouth filled with liquid. He tasted his own sweat, the dirt he'd unintentionally washed from his body, choking as it filled his nose, his throat, worse than the dream, worse than the nightmare. Strangely, the man's brown eyes held no malice. What Owen saw was something like bliss, a profound joy mirrored now in the faces of his flock, all except Lori, who, from her similar gown, was most certainly one of them, just like it had said on the sign he thought he'd seen during the protest. Joined them, joined this cult, joined her ghost, the man who walked on water.'